You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910-980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. 42 degrees and sunny here at 509 on this Monday, February 5th, 2024. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Drive van temperature control to high security, just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. I just saw on... Uh, TV that uh, the district attorney of Manhattan in New York has defended the release of the cop beating migrants. Um, I don't have the details again because I'm watching it on TV, but uh, Bragg has defended the release of the uh, cop beating migrants. So just goes to shake your head there. Uh, earlier we were talking about, uh, you know, about the dangers of human trafficking and telling you a story of a friend of mine whose neighbor, 11-year-old daughter, was abducted by a 38-year-old career sex offender who was arrested two times prior, was released early, only to go out and do it again. And the, the advisories of, uh, you know, knowing who's around you, knowing, check your Megan's Law website, know what's around you. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Phil from Honesdale on Truckers Against Trafficking. Phil. Uh, yeah, Rob, thank you very much. I just wanted to let your listeners know uh, that Truckers Against Trafficking is an organization uh, that not only deals with truck drivers out there, um, but also with the public. And it is truckersagainsttrafficking.org. Truckersagainsttrafficking.org, just like it sounds, just like it's spelled. And they also have a 1888 number. It is 1-888-373-7888. Although you can go and call that number if they see anything in a rest area uh, or where it would be uh, anything that would go on. They need to dial 911. But at least if you call the 1-888-373-7888, that will help this organization, which is um, multinational. Uh, and if you go on truckersagainsttrafficking.org, you will see all uh, so many different major companies, UPS, FedEx, uh, uh, a lot of uh, those around our area as well that – they have information on their website. Uh, and for all those individuals who drive truck out there, um, it, it's not just for them, but it's another way of getting it out there that there is another organization out there uh, that can go and assist. But 911 is particularly the best if you feel that someone may be trafficked. And for those that are pulling into a rest area uh, for just normal people and they happen to see something just a little bit different where there would be a young person coming out of a truck or they just don't feel comfortable, it's another source to go and at least start to report, but definitely 911. No, I agree, and thank you for, for giving us that website. And, you know, truckers are the eyes and ears out there on the road. They are stopping in these wreck stops. I mean, all this, the trafficking is just that. They're, they're taken across the country. They're taken from their homes. They're taken and, and moved to other places without, against their will oftentimes. 
and to have those eyes and ears out there are a great a great resource. Yes, and our our truck drivers out there that go and assist moving us uh, our food, our anything out there, anything that we would normally have from any store, they're our main resource out there that they would see it, but also going into the rest areas as a normal individual and just happen to seeing something, you know, they happen to see something. Uh, it may not be that normal situation. Uh, just going through and moving the information on to that website, uh, but definitely 911. Definitely 911, Rob. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, I agree 100%. Nothing in this country gets to where it's going without without our truckers. So that goes without saying. This country does not move. any Anything we have is, is there because of our truckers. So I appreciate you keep the country moving, and I appreciate this, uh, this information you have on this resource, that there's the truckersagainsttrafficking.org. I'm looking at it now. It looks like a great website. Thank you very much, Rob. You have a great evening. Thank you, Phil. You as well. Um, so the new bill that was in the Senate, they keep calling it bipartisan. I, I mean, I guess it, technically it was, but uh, Senator Langford, Chuck Schumer, I believe uh, the Connecticut senator was also involved in its drawing up. And uh, it's, how, how do I put it? Is it better than what's happening now? Yes. But you can't intentionally manufacture a crisis to purposely get to your goal. And that's what's going on here. And to combine it with aid to Ukraine and Israel and everything else that's in here. And I'm going to go through parts of it now. And I'll start by saying, is it better than what's going on right now? Yes. Is it a fix that we need? No. Does it fix the issues that we're having? No. You cannot create a free-for-all and then turn around and say, well, we're going to fix half of it. And half is better than nothing, so you're going to like it. And that's what this does. Not only does it do that, but it also legalizes a free-for-all. First and foremost... In this bill is buried, and this is in no particular order, on page 40 of this bill, we are giving $300 million to secure Ukraine's border patrol and its police forces. $300,000 shall be for assistance for the Ukraine and countries impacted by the situation in Ukraine, provided further that funds made available in this proceeding provision may be made available to support the State Border Guard Service of Ukraine and National Police of Ukraine, including units supporting and under the command of the Armed Forces of Ukraine. That's $300 million right there. Provided further... That the total amount provided under this heading in this act, $75 million shall be for assistance for the Middle East following consultation with the appropriate congressional committees 
including to enhance law enforcement capabilities, counterterrorism, combat narcotics trafficking, and meet other critical partner requirements. So we're giving $300 million to Ukraine for their border patrol services and police. And we're giving $75 million to law enforcement in the Middle East. Let's move on from there. Some of the wording in here, and this is the biggest part of contention for this bill, and it's being interpreted in different ways, but it doesn't matter because the interpretation in different ways, the fact that it can be, is a problem. May activate border emergency authority if during the period of seven consecutive calendar days, there's an average of 4,000 plus aliens who are encountered each day. May activate. Doesn't mean you have to. May. Shall activate if there's 5,000 plus in seven consecutive days or 8,500 in a single day. Now, 4,000 a day is 1.5 million. 5,000 a day is 1.8 million. 8,500 a day is 3.1 million. The the legislation limits securing the border when caps are met for only 270 days year one. So what this law states is that if we hit 5,000 a day and they shut down the border, if we hit that limit and they shut down the border, it can only be shut down 270 days per year one of this bill. 225 days for year two, and only 180 days in year three. That's leaving 95-day free-for-all for year one, 140-day free-for-all for year two, and 185 free-for-all for year three. So what it's saying, if there's so much of an emergency at the border that we you're getting more than 5,000-plus a day and we need to shut it down, in year one, you can only shut it down for 270 days. And after that, you have to open it back up. And then you have 95 days of a free-for-all again. Year two, it's less. Year three, it's half. $6 billion for processing and sheltering. Nothing about securing, though. Now, some interpretations say there is some wall funding in there. I think it was 600 and something feet of wall funding. But $6 billion for processing and sheltering. 270 million for surveillance. But again, nothing is stipulated for physical barriers. And when I talk about surveillance, 170 million for the procurement and deployment of autonomous surveillance tower systems in locations that are not currently covered by such systems or technology. $47.5 million for the procurement and deployment of mobile surveillance capabilities, including mobile video surveillance systems and for obsolete mobile surveillance equipment replacement. $25 million for subterranean detection capabilities. $7.5 million for seamless integration communications to extend connectivity of Border Patrol agents. $10 $10 million for the acquisition of data from a long-duration unmanned surface vehicles to support maritime border security. That's the breakdown there. 
giving $1.3 billion to foreign governments to deal with illegal immigration. We're giving $1.3 billion to foreign governments. It's page 83. And I have posted this bill on my social media, so if you follow me on social media, you could see the bill there. Title four on page 83, Department of State-Related Agency Bilateral Economic Assistance. For an additional amount of international disaster assistance, $850 million to remain available until expended to address humanitarian needs in the Western Hemisphere, provided that such amount is designated by Congress and shall be an emergency procurement as per section blah, blah, blah. For an additional amount of economic support fund, $415 million dollars to remain available until September 30th, 2026, provided that the total amount made available under this heading act shall be available to increase foreign country capacity to accept and integrate, return, and remove individuals, which shall be administered in consultation with the Secretary of Homeland Security. Also, it gives $60 billion to Ukraine for their war efforts against Russia. $60 billion to Ukraine. Our total 2024 budget for the United States Marine Corps is $53 billion. We are giving Ukraine $60 billion when we give our Marine Corps $53 billion. That's some of the highlights. And again, is it better than what's going on now once you separate the Ukraine and the foreign policy and all that, just this border security? Yes, it's better. But you cannot create chaos and then say, well, we're going to fix half the chaos, and that's better than nothing. So deal with it is not a way to govern or secure a border. It's uh, 523 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. And thank you, Rob. It's a little backed up on Music Street in Scranton. There was an accident or incident near Seymour Avenue that has you jammed up in that area. Coming southbound on 81 from the Biden Expressway to the Montage Mountain Road, Davis Street exit, you can expect to dip below 40 miles per hour. We're looking at some heavy traffic on Jefferson Avenue in Scranton as well. In the Wilkesbury area, things are looking pretty quiet at the moment, and 81 um, from Scranton to Hazleton doesn't seem to have any problems. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone from the WILK Traffic Center with your Teledata Internet Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, decreasing clouds and cold, low 25. Tuesday, mostly sunny and mild, high 42. Tuesday night, mostly clear and cold, low 27. Wednesday, mostly sunny and mild, high 46. Thursday, sun of uh, mix of sun and clouds, high 52. It's currently 40 degrees outside at 524 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 527. Just looking. Somebody is uh, still upset with my shopping habits, I guess. Listen, how about this? How about I'll shop wherever I want, when I want? There's not a damn thing you can do about it. How about that? Somebody said maybe... Maybe uh, Mahomes' dad could watch the Super Bowl with Hunter. Party time. You got a chuckle out of Jake there. I saw his head go back. There it goes. Oh, listen, I'm not going to get into the other team members and who and who they might be not be dating. It's all right. 
Somebody said, thanks for the truckers against trafficking information. And uh, no, I do not forget my rail cars. The railroads also get things moving. And what do you think's on the back of those trucks? Most of the time, the rail cars, right? So, uh, no, I do. Don't worry, my, my uh, rail guys. Actually, when I, when I was out in uh, New Mexico, I was going down from Albuquerque down to uh, Roswell. And the Santa Fe Railroad goes through there. And I, I literally pulled over just to watch it because, you know, how iconic is the Santa Fe Railroad traveling uh, down through New Mexico south? So I actually pulled over, took a video of it. So it's the things that, that I like to do, the things that, that interest me. But, um, yeah, sort of Santa Fe Railroad, a bunch of locomotives pulling. Uh, I, I think it was, it was, it was up there. It was uh, well past 100 cars steaming along through the, the flatlands there with the pronghorn antelope and the, the mule deer. They don't have whitetail there. They had mule deer. So it was good, good to see. Uh, let's go to the phones. We have uh, Gary from Mill City on immigration bills. Gary. Yeah, Rob, how are you? Uh, yeah, real quick. I think this bill is terrible. I don't think it does anything, and I think rather than writing new bills and throwing billions of dollars around once again, I believe in forcing our existing laws that have been on the books for years that if we have been enforcing, uh, we wouldn't have the problem we are in this country right now. And I don't believe it would probably even be legal. How, how does our government justify handing out Yours, mine, everybody who's listening, hard-working taxpayer money to illegal immigrants that don't belong in this country. And I believe asylum laws say you have to seek asylum in the first country you enter, not going to clear through uh, South America to come into America. And the uh, Ukraine bill, anybody that votes to waste more money in Ukraine and wipe out a generation of male Ukrainian men should be held for murder. This is nonsense. Anybody that believed that uh, the Ukraine was going to beat Russia and a war is delusional, and we are murdering a whole generation of young men in that country. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for checking in with that. And it's you know, I've seen, and you can read about it all the time, military training for our Marine Corps that's been cut short, airtime in, in an airplane that has not happened because of lack of funds, uh, not upgrading equipment because of lack of funds. We are literally, in this bill, sending more money to Ukraine in this bill than we have budgeted for our entire United States Marine Corps for 2024. The, the entire budget for the Marine Corps is $53 billion. We are seven, sending 60 to Ukraine in this bill. And again, it's so much buried in here. It's a 370-page bill. I, I put the entire bill so you can read it in, in its entirety on my Facebook page, Rob O'Donnell on Facebook. So you could go through the bill and read it just like I did, highlight some things. There's a lot of good breakdowns in there. 
listen, this bill does do things that's not being done now, but you cannot create utter chaos. And then say, fix half of it and say, well, this is the best we're going to get. This is what we, we, you should take this because it's better than what's going on now. It's a manufactured crisis. This wasn't going on. We have the highest illegal immigration in our lifetime in the past three years. If you can't see through that, they are making it so bad that we'll take less worse as a fix. That's not the way you fix this. First and foremost, you secure a border. Then you can have the discussions on how many more people you're going to allow in legally. That's the way this goes. That's the way this goes. But until then, we cannot continue to allow this administration to conflate the two things. Our border security and immigration reform are two separate issues that depend on one another. Somebody said that they signed this yet. No, uh, Chuck Schumer is looking to put it to a vote in the Senate by Wednesday, I believe. Now, it will get jammed up there because there will be a bunch of amendments. I believe they said there's some Democrats that may not even be on board with it. The House, the Speaker of the House has already said this is dead and on arrival to the House. And again, I'm seeing now that the Border Patrol, a statement to the, from the Border Patrol Union said that they support and endorse this bill. Stating that it's not perfect, but far better than the status quo. And that's exactly what I'm telling you. We shouldn't be dealing with the, the status quo is manufactured. The status quo, what's going on the past three years, is the highest it's been in our lifetime because they made it that way. Now the Border Patrol gets $700 million in overtime and staffing money out of this. So yes, a union would say that they support it. But they said themselves... It's not perfect, but far better than the status quo. And then they talk about since Joe Biden has come taken office, Border Patrol has averaged over 6,700 apprehensions per day. The status quo is not real life. It's manufactured. It's artificial. They've done this purposely. So when you get less worse, you could say, oh, great. It's uh, 534 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 539. Uh, One of the things that really disgusted me was uh, Chuck Schumer. He's the uh, Senate Majority Leader, head of the Senate. Democrats have control. Was on uh, MSNBC, and he, he basically gave a threat to Americans. If you don't pass the immigration bill, Americans will be sent to Ukraine. So he's threatening to send my children to fight a war in Ukraine that they have nothing to do with because we don't pass his immigration bill because they decided to tie Ukraine funding and Israel fund and funding for Israel into a border patrol bill where they have nothing to do with each other. So he can use his leverage and threats. It's as simple as that. But on TV today, that's what he said. He told the American parents, husbands and wives, you don't support this bill. We're going to send your children, your husbands, your wives to war. He needs to be kicked in the teeth. Come on. 
Unbelievable. And um, the strike that we did on Friday probably cost us a few hundred million dollars to send a message to Iran through its proxies that uh, Americans were off limits. And how did they respond? Well, at least six Kurdish fighters were killed in a drone attack on a Syrian base that also houses U.S. troops. This was late Sunday in the first significant attack in Syria or Iraq since the U.S. launched retaliatory strikes over the weekend against Iranian-backed militias who have been targeting U.S. forces in the region. The U.S.-backed, Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic Forces said Monday the attack hit a training ground at Al-Omar base in Syria's eastern province, where forces commando units are trained. No casualties were reported among U.S. troops. An umbrella group of Iranian-backed Iraqi militias dubbed the Islamic Resistance in Iraq released a video claiming responsibility for the attack and showing them launching a drone from an unspecified location. And again, this killed six of our allies after we supposedly sent a message not to do this anymore. So what's next, Mr. Biden? Obviously, your first message was not received. What do we do now? After spending hundreds of millions of dollars in your show of force strike, which I'm not saying was bad, they're not getting the message. What next? Let me tell you a little bit about uh, BudgetBlinds.com. You go to BudgetBlinds.com, you're going to set up a consultation with Tom or Rick. Tom or Rick are the owners of our local budget blinds here that cover all of Northeast Pennsylvania. They are the leader in custom window treatments. They are the experts at this. 90% more options than you'll get at the big box stores. Budget Blinds is proud to offer the best warranty program in the industry, including their no questions asked guarantee, which means you're going to save money. You're also going to take advantage of their volume pricing. You're not only just buying your blinds, you're getting the price of all the blinds they buy for all their customers. So you're going to save money. Budgetblinds.com, check them out. Get a free consultation with them. I'm telling you, they will open up windows, literally, that you never thought existed. It's uh, 543 uh, here. Time for traffic and weather. Already? Yep. Boy, the day's flying. Well, it looks like we have some slowing traffic on 81 southbound. In the Scranton area, you can expect to dip below 40 miles per hour, starting around the Biden Expressway exit. We have a little bit of heavy traffic on Kaiser Avenue in Scranton this afternoon as well, and it is bumper to bumper on Business Route 309 between Plains and Wilkesbury. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone with this WILK Penteladata Internet Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, decreasing clouds and cold, low 25. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and mild, high 42. Mostly clear and cold at night, low 27. Wednesday, mostly sunny and mild again, high 46. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds, high 52. It's currently 40 degrees and clear outside at 544 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM. 
The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com, and I appreciate them for sponsoring the show each and every day. Again, my truckers, they're out there. And our railroad, don't worry, I don't forget about you guys. Let's go to the phone. We have uh, Rich from Laughlin on illegals voting. Rich? Yeah, thank you, Rob. Uh, I've been in a debate with other folks, and... You know, it was always sacrosanct when people came to this country. Uh, the ultimate thing you wanted to do is become an American and vote. That was your right once you became an American. Now, uh, Pennsylvania is letting you register to vote, I believe, uh, with your license, and other states have done it. Maybe I'm wrong. I know you're the guy who looks into all this, and you probably covered this already in the past. But could you tell me, Rob, uh, is there an idea floating that uh, if these people get a registration uh, from the state that they could vote? No, simply because they have a driver's license or an ID doesn't give them the right to vote. It's against federal law to vote in a federal election. Now, there are areas, there are municipalities that have allowed illegals to vote in their local jurisdiction elections. Um, I'm not sure if there are any in Pennsylvania. I believe I heard something or not of a local but there are in, in across the country municipal elections and even some state elections. New York City was one of them that were bringing it up that they want them to vote in their local elections. So, yes, illegals can vote in some local elections. They are barred from voting in federal elections at this point. Now, because they have driver's licenses, because they have um, real ID, the IDs that are out there from states that mimic licenses, could they attempt to register the vote? They could, but there's supposed to be checks and balances that correct that. So uh, I hope that answers the question. Boy, that puts me at ease. I, I know there could be fraud and so forth, and you have to watch it. But uh, that that was my original thought, that you have to be a citizen to vote. And that's what was so desired by immigrants many, many years ago before we got certain people in office. Thank you, Rob. You have the answers. I appreciate the research you do, and you have a good evening, sir. Thank you, Rich. You have a great night. It's um, yeah, it's 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 interesting how it's molded. I, I've seen in different areas uh, up. I'll be going up to Saratoga Springs this weekend to visit my friends up there. And the old mayor there allowed college kids to vote in the local elections. They changed the rules to their local election laws to allow college kids that just attended college there to vote in the local election, promised them a whole bunch of things. And uh, he got elected. That's how he got elected by allowing the uh, college kids to vote. And because of the horrible job he did, he was voted out the very next term. And I believe that was taken that that was rescinded to allow college kids to vote, or or did they not just show up? It was one of the. I I believe maybe they didn't show up because. There was no incentive for them to show up. Oh, it was mail-in voting. That's what he did. Yes. Yes, he allowed college kids to vote by, vote by mail. And uh, that's how he was elected. Not only was he allowing local college kids who just went to college there, didn't necessarily live there. They went to college there, but said they should have a say in their local government because they do spend so much time there. And they had, because of COVID, the voting by mail. That was rescinded by the the council. So there was no more voting by mail, and the college kids didn't show up in person to vote the next time, and he was voted out. So that's how that was changed. And that's just how voting is manipula manipulated. 
They have, uh, like I said, there's local elections in different places in the country that allow illegal immigrants to vote. And I know one specifically in New York was a big deal because it was a very debatable there. But federal elections, they're not supposed to be voting. So this uh, story where boomers remorse. Here are seven dream purchases Americans often regret in retirement and why. So if you're a boomer, you want to start listening. Uh, A boat. Owning a boat involves substantial ongoing expenses. Yes, it does. I'm not going to get into the full details here. Once the novelty wears off, many people don't use their boats nearly as often as they thought they would. I'm one of those people. I had my boat for many years. Didn't I was using it once or twice a year. It wasn't worth it and uh, got rid of it. A luxury car. Luxury cars come with high maintenance and repair bills, substantial insurance premiums, and high fuel costs that require premium gasoline and lots of them. They depreciate quickly. So a boat and luxury cars, a recreational vehicle. Like a car and an RV depreciates, and like a boat, may be harder to sell later. They're expensive to fill up, insure, maintain, and you'll pay fees for overnight camping. An RV might be my next uh, thing. Even though this tells me I should avoid it, I, I find I want to see the country, and an RV seems very good to do that. Timeshare, well, we all know that. Don't do that. Big mistake. I know people who have enjoyed them, but for the most part, they are a money pit for you. Resort living. While resort living may seem appealing, it can come with a higher cost of living, difficult selling, and restrictive covenants. Many communities are in places where off-season weather can be an issue. For example, intense heat in Florida. Plus, leaving your established home and social connections can result in big and not necessarily happy adjustment. Lavish travel. I actually know somebody who just did that. Them and their wives went on a one-year cruise around the world. probably not what you want to do. An impulse buys. Retirement gives you more time around the house, to, but you may also find yourself bored and restless. Some retirees fill their time with emotional vacuuming by making impulse purchases. The emotional vacuum, not vacuuming. From infomercials to online retailers. So impulse buying, lavish travel, resort living, timeshare, a recreation vehicle, luxury car, a boat. Doesn't say anything about drinking on a beach. So that would be my advice. If you're a boomer in retirement, one of your dream purchases would be, I don't know, maybe a little a little place near a beach where you can drink at a tiki bar or spend some time at your local establishment. Just looking through this uh this story here, and it goes into investing stuff, 401ks and IRAs and all your CDs and fun things like that. They suppose the joy that comes from spending will too often wear off fast, faster than new car smell. Stick to your budget and don't rush into any purchases. But if you still want a fancy car... Get a thumbs up. What's your retirement gift to yourself? What are you thinking? What what have you done? Did you get a luxury car? Do you get a boat? Have you got a uh, recreational vehicle? Did you get a timeshare? Resort living? Lavish travel? Did you go anywhere special? Or impulse buys? Like I said, out of this whole list, an RV, 
I can deal with an RV. That's something I would like to do. Go around the country, back and forth, and see where we end up. Again, it's a beautiful country. I've seen a lot of it. I haven't seen all of it. There are a lot of places I want to see. I want to go out to the Badlands. I've never been to Mount Rushmore. I've driven out to Kansas. I've seen the the Kansas prairies. Been out to New Mexico. I would like to do the entire West Coast. I've done a lot of Calif- lower California, Southern California, mid to Southern California. And uh, the deserts down in New Mexico, White Sands. If you ever have the opportunity to go to White Sands National Park, I highly recommend it. It's gorgeous. It's a great place to go. I've been there three times. And uh, each time had a had a great time there. Sunrise and sunset, beautiful times to be there, especially sunset. But you cannot even imagine that white powder, like flower, sand. And that's what it feels like, too. You could literally snowboard down the dunes. That's how uh, powdery it is. It's uh, 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. I was just uh, looking at some of this uh, immigration bill that's tied to Ukraine and Israel funding. Uh, One of the biggest things in this bill that jumps out is that the bill grants the far-left D.C. District Court exclusive authority over future immigration disputes. Um, I'll take no for 500 yeah, that's the last thing we need. And uh, Al Sharpton just interviewed uh, Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut and said, uh, we're looking every day at an invasion of migrants. We are witnessing the shifting of Overton window in real time. When Al Sharpton, when you lose Al Sharpton saying we're looking every day at an invasion, uh, White House is in a lot of trouble. That's it for today. God bless. Be safe. Check out the Rob O'Donnell Show tomorrow, 3 to 6.